former Ute. Christian Cox, give us your takeaways from your Utes week one against Cougs. That was pretty interesting to see how little Utah had to throw downfield, but Mika Tafua, I thought he had a great night playing out at end, and those two D-tackles and Pasini and Lucky Fotu just ate up the middle, and Utah ground him down, and really when it boiled down to it, it was just an old smash-mouth football game from Kyle Whittingham and Andy Ludwig. Those were the same exact plays we saw in the Sugar Bowl that we saw in 07. It's smash-mouth football, and you got no better running back to be running at it. You know, how lucky is Utah to have a guy like Zach Moss? Tanner Mangum with us on the Big Show. Tanner, the Cougars this week, they're heading into Neyland Stadium there in Tennessee. What's it like to be the road team in an environment like that? To me, it's fun. The competitor in you enjoys the opportunity to quiet the crowd. Something about that is really motivating. It's just you against the world. That's the kind of mentality that you have to have. And I think particularly this week, Tennessee's going to be looking to avenge their loss last week. BYU's going to have their hands full. But if they come in with that mentality, who cares about last week? It's all about the now. Take care of their job each play. They're going to have a shot to go in and beat an SEC opponent on their turf. And I think that's an exciting opportunity that the guys are pumped for. In his three years at Utah, C.O.C. Mariner had 52 career receptions and four total touchdowns. For Utah State, in game number one, eight receptions, 118 yards and a touchdown. That is a monster game. I would imagine that he's having more fun playing at Utah State than he ever did at Utah. And if I'm a star receiver in high school and I'm considering various programs to go to and I see that there's a star quarterback in one of those programs, especially a young one, I'm going there. Josh Parcell with us, College Football Country Podcast, College Sports and Sirius XM Radio. What's the truth on what kind of athletes Tennessee has? They could not stop the run and they couldn't run the ball themselves. Would you pick BYU to beat them? I mean, yeah. At this point, Tennessee is in rough shape. You saw it on Saturday. There were fundamental issues in the Tennessee program. They're far away, I mean, based on that one game. And they've got a lot of making up to do, and they got to do it in the toughest conference in college football. I think BYU has a great chance to go in and win that game. Eric Ainge, host of the Eric Ainge Show on WNML, home of Tennessee football. With that loss to Georgia State last week, how much pressure is that fan base putting on the volunteers for this week against BYU? I mean, it's a must-win football game. If it's not a must-win, if you're going to take it down one notch, it's a must-notch all the right things and show the progress we thought we were making type football game. I really don't know how good our defense is and how good our players are. I really don't know. I won't be surprised either way, I guess, is what I'm saying, because the season could go off the rails in a heartbeat. Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. 
Happy Friday. It is the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Terrific job by Austin Horton on Sounds of the Week right there. Brought to you by Diamond Airport Parking. Begin and end every great trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car-to-curb service, 24-7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water. Plus, no one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park, ride, and save Diamond Airport Parking. And uh, also, I guess an announcement, that's where the show is going to be on Monday, Gordon. Oh, good. All right. I think uh, I had this idea earlier. I think we should send you on a few shuttle runs to uh, <laughs> to uh, help with some bags and, and rake in some tips. <laughs> you think? Yeah. I think that would be fun. We could, we could videotape you on your journey. And, uh, yeah, we could see how it goes. See how much money you make. Uh, well, that's something I've never done before, so I give it a try. Give it a try, sure. I'd love to see customer service, Gordon. Oh, I, I bet it's a good hustle. Gordon. Yeah, I bet oh, yeah, hustle. That's what I'm saying. I hustle bet and be nice, man. I I do that everywhere I go. I bet you'd be slinging those bags in record time. Big smile on your face. How are you? PK used to make fun of me because we'd go on trips somewhere, uh, you know, covering a game or something, and I'd make friends with the people sitting around me, and he's over there being a grumphead. He is a little grumpy, isn't he? Uh, not always, but sometimes Once he Once in a while. And he used to make fun of me because I'd get to know the people, ask them questions about their life. And Well, let's send you on a few shuttle runs on Monday. Uh, th- that would have to be a quick conversation, right? Because the shuttle runs aren't quick. They are quick. You'd have a couple minutes, though. Yeah. It'd brighten people's day. Yeah. That's what I do. Heave some uh, golf clubs into the old <laughs> shuttle van. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, we want to start things out, of course, as usual, by thanking our title sponsor of the show, Mountain America Credit Union. Get 0% interest on all purchases through May of 2020 with a new Mountain America credit card. For uh, details, visit macu.com or call 1-800-748-4302. Thanks to Mountain America Credit Union. How you doing over there, Gordo? It's fantastic. You said happy Friday. Fridays are always happy, aren't they? They are always fun, especially Almost during always. the college football season, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Uh, uh, I think people look forward to Friday. In fact, I would imagine that Friday might be some people's second to favorite day of the week. Behind what? I don't know. Sunday or Saturday. So that would be third. Well, I don't know whichever one they prefer best. You know, well, what if they like? Because Friday you got everything to look forward to over the weekend, so it's all in front of you, and the anticipation is as satisfying as the reality. Sometimes more. So everybody right now, all of our listeners right now are anticipating this weekend, Saturday or Sunday. But you're right. I guess it could be third. I don't know. Maybe they like Saturday and Sunday best, but maybe not. Again, because of the anticipation. Do you have a, either Saturday or Sunday that you like better? Oh, I you know, I I like the weekend. I'm usually working on a weekend, but, uh, you, you know. always have to say that. Well, I mean. And you don't write both days either. So you could pick the day that you don't write. Yeah, but I like working, so sometimes working you is You are so favorite. no fun to ask any of these questions. <laughs> well, you re- refuse to admit that you enjoy aspects of your life and that you're not working 24 hours a day. It's always there, man. Always there. It's not always there. Almost always there. It's not true. <laughs> it's not true at all. I love it. I love it. I celebrate it. But I know a lot of people who really... Remember that song? Who sang that song, Working for the Weekend? Is that lover boy? You you can't talk about this because you refuse to admit that you enjoy the weekend. That's because I work on the weekend for the rest of the week. A lot, you know, for most of my for much of my career, I have worked every day. 
You do not. Because for a long time there, I did TV on Sunday, and I, I didn't want to do that anymore. You do so. not work all 48 hours of the weekend. You don't. Uh, no, not, not every hour. you got to pace yourself. <laughs> but some of the day is dedicated to work. And I don't know. I, if you're driving around right now and you're thinking about the weekend, what makes it so great? Is it because you don't have to work? Is it because you get to spend time with your friends and family? Is it because you love football? Is it because uh, because somebody's going to hand you a honeydew list and you got to get after that? Is this how you avoid church on Sunday? Ah, I got to work. I don't know what to tell you. No, I'd be there. But, no, I go. To, I go to church. I'm a church goer. So, I got no problem with that. Are you? So you work on Sunday? Isn't that against the rules? Well, I. I I work when I have to. Uh, luckily, most Sundays I don't have to work. But when I there we go. But when I did the there TV thing, I was working okay. in the evening. So you you get to relax on Sunday. That's all I was going for. That's always a, that was what relax I is an interesting word. I you know you can admit it. You relax. It's okay. <laughs> we all do. The point is that a lot of people work for the weekend. You're just not is that lover boy Austin. You're the music guy around here. Is that lover boy saying working for the weekend? Yeah. Was it? Really? Yep. Okay. All right. Well, a lot of people do that because the weekend is the highlight of their week. And they, they, they want to get away from uh, their responsibilities and uh, enjoy themselves, do whatever they do. Some people like gardening. Some people like cooking. Some people like uh, uh, going to play golf. Some people like to uh, just hang out. Some people just like to watch TV. Some people like to listen to the radio because they don't want to miss uh, everything that goes on here at uh, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. I do love me some Utah car sense. Yeah. Some of us uh, like to pretend to be working while uh, someone else does the gardening and cleaning. That's, cooking. that's only happened a couple of times. <laughs> I love you, Gordon. But it has happened. It has. It has. I mean, look, I'm not going to. There's no denying that. But usually there is work to be done. Oh, man. All Somebody's right. got to pay for all this, Jake. We're off to a good start. Yeah, and her name is Naz. <laughs> the other night when uh, you you and I and our, our loved ones uh, went to uh, dinner before the Elton John concert, did you notice how I brought that up? I did notice yeah. that, yeah. I did it was no that. secret. Brought it up with my parents and... Yeah. Uh-huh. She's fine with it. She knows what's going on. <laughs> she knows the score of the game. <laughs> and, and that was okay with her? Yeah, of course. All right. Who's got the power in your in your relationship? She your does. wife or you? Austin, who's got the power? You or Whitney? Our child. No, it's not I, even I close. Mean, which of the two of you has the power? I would like to think that we're about even. Ask Lloyd. I don't believe in even. I don't think it is even. I think somebody's got it. And Lloyd, who's got the power? Hi, Lloyd. Yeah, I run this joint. <laughs> now, you know, since Lloyd said it that way, he doesn't have the power. What about you, Gordon? No, I, I don't have the power. Are you kidding me? I'm just glad you can admit that. Oh, well. I don't have the power. Yeah, I know. There's no way. I know. So, we, anyway. But right. someone does, and it's different for every relationship. Someone's got a captain the ship. It's not going to be me. Through the troubled waters? <laughs> it's not going to be me. You just, well, you can steer I'm, You can steer the boat. I'm the guy in You're the- You're just not barking the order. Oh, no, I'm the guy in the galley taking a nap. Oh. Or peeling potatoes. <laughs> okay. All right. I didn't mean to steer us this far. 
How's the list looking over there? Should we get to it? Yeah. Uh, got a lot to do today. Jordan Pendleton's going to be on the show at 4.30. Uh, the Deseret News' own Jay Drew will join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Kind of weird. Feels weird saying uh, Jay Drew of the Deseret News, but here we are. We are. And he's in Knoxville, so we'll get his thoughts on uh, what's coming up tomorrow uh, with BYU and Tennessee. Kind of like it that the games are not at the same time tomorrow. Yeah, got Utah in the morning, both. BYU yeah. in the evening. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a, a little chunk to digest some post-game uh, show right here on the Zone Radio Network in between the two. It's it's almost sure. perfect. Yeah, I mean, because you, well, you and I have to work. we got to watch both of those games. Austin, by the way, going to be doing Utah pre and post uh, tomorrow alongside Frank Dolce right here on the Zone Radio Network. And then Hans and, uh, and uh, Will Snowden will have the BYU coverage for you. So we're going to be going at it all day. There's going to be a little Saturday show sandwiched in there, jazz fan show, normal Saturday stuff you're used to. What are you doing? Uh, I'm going to be at home consuming, hmm. consuming college football. All right. And looking forward to that. Actually, when I say that, I mean I'll be watching it uh, on pause and play in between <laughs> doing my fatherly duties. But I will get my football in, yes. Okay. Good. My daughter and I are going to spend the day together. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, it is football season. It should be nice. Mm-hmm. Pass it along. Intergenerational transmission. Teach her to love the game. Uh, yes, sure. All right, uh, let's get to it. It's Friday. That means it's Gordon's List time right here on The Big Show. And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. Control your body parts. Mine's better than yours. I'm not that good a person. But now you're that guy. You're the guy. Ah, I'm Gordon Monson. Did you smush him or did you snatch him? Oh my gosh, you're an idiot. I'm going to kill you. Mine's better than yours. I'm better than you at what you do for a living. And I've never done it before. Gordon's List brought to you each and every Friday by Tim Daly Nissan, Southtown. What are you smirking about over there? Austin just has a real way of cutting little clips out and putting them together and making them sound different than what was intended. But that's okay. I didn't hear anything different there. It sounded (laughs) like you. (laughs) When I said I'm better than you are at what you do for a living, and I've never done it before, uh, we were talking about someone else. We were uh, How does that help anything? Well, but that was what somebody else was saying, not me. Oh, okay. Uh, where are we going on the list today? We're going to football, BYU at Tennessee, like you mentioned, Northern Illinois at Utah, and Stony Brook at Utah State. All right. While BYU-Tennessee is the most intriguing of the games, I suppose, there are things we can learn in all the games, sort of. Uh, let's start with BYU Tennessee though. Okay. Uh, we talked yesterday about who has the who has the most at stake here, and I think it's pretty darn well even. Even though Tennessee playing in front of its home fans may tip the scale, because those folks back there, those Volunteers fans, the last thing they want to see is another loss on the home field. I think. It's an incredibly intriguing matchup. As far as uh, you know, a non-conference type matchup goes, I think you're you're 100 percent right. Gordon. Especially since they haven't even ever played each other before. Did you hear Coach Mack today on Football Friday says he thinks if uh, BYU beats Tennessee and and handles them, that that Pruitt will be out of a job. 
I really? mean, that's a, that's after one season, one and one point one of a season. But I, I mean, and whether that turns out to be the case or not, I'm sure Coach Pruitt is feeling that way. Oh. I mean, that, there's there's an incredible amount of pressure for Tennessee on this game, an incredible amount of pressure. So does that help the team win or lose? Does that which direction does that push the whole thing? I think it depends the on players. Their, know it depends on their culture and their leadership on on how they react to that sort. It of thing. It depends on how popular the coach is with the players. Popular is such a funny word because it. It implies friendship, and I don't think a coach and a player necessarily needs to be need to be like friends. But will they like? Is, is Coach Wit really buddies with all his players? But I bet you'd ask them up there, and they would do whatever that whatever it took for him. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know by popular, popular, I mean right play. Word. Will they play for him? Well put. I and if they don't, if they if 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 Pruitt has lost his players, then that's that's going to manifest itself. Uh, against BYU, and obviously it's important for BYU too. After they got beat by their rival for the ninth straight time, and they're, they've got these stretch of games against marquee opponents, and Tennessee's down right now. I mean, this is a gaping opportunity for the Cougars. It is, and I do think that they have to win at least one of these first four. And I think they'll be in such a good place if they win two. And this is the most winnable of these first four games. And then the next most winnable game, Gordon, is USC, which, of course, is next week. Doesn't have his quarterback. But think about the, the difference in momentum and confidence going into USC if they can turn it around and go in 1-1 one and one as opposed to 0-2 and, and a loss against a Tennessee team that has been struggling so much. I mean, that would be devastating to, to BYU. But if you can get the win and you can play well and you can build the confidence, then all of a sudden you go against a, a vulnerable USC team in a lot better position of strength. And then if you can go into that Washington game at 2-1-1, I'm not saying that they're going to beat the Huskies, but at that point the Cougs would be feeling pretty good about themselves. That's so, what I thought last year after they beat Wisconsin. And then I think they had McNeese State in between, and then they got shellacked by Washington. It does, I mean, it doesn't always go by the storybook, certainly. Mm-hmm. But I would I would much rather be going into that, that game against Washington at 2-1-1 than 0-3. Yeah. Because yeah, that, I mean, that would have disaster written all over it, right? So, and there's pressure on Kalani Sataki as well. Yep. I mean, we talk about Jeremy Pruitt, but coaching is a tough business, man. You got to win. It's all about the W's. Kyle Whittingham said that before the BYU game, and he's right. Essentially, doesn't matter how pretty it is, how ugly it is. It helps if it's pretty, but if it's ugly, who cares if it's a W? Yeah. And both fan base, bases, Tennessee and BYU, are demanding in their own way. And so I, I think that's going to come into play here, too. I, I find that dynamic fascinating. They're playing in that stadium. 100,000 people will be in there. And does that help you or does it hurt you? Because if things don't – if BYU went up 21 to nothing in that game, say, and I'm not expecting that to happen, but if they did, what do you think the reaction in the crowd would be? Silence. Or people leaving. Oh, or booing. Or, or booing. It could get ugly. Well, we talked to uh, Tanner Mangum earlier in the week, and he said he loved it. He said he loved playing in that environment with everybody rooting against you and then relishing the silence when you have success. A lot of athletes love that. I remember Larry Bird talking about that, how he used to love to shut the crowd up. And I, you know, not, a lot of athletes have that. Not all of them, though. Some of them want to be loved, they want to be encouraged, they don't want to go up against the anger. Against the opposition. What, what about you when you were playing minor league hockey? <laughs> oh, yeah. I loved road games. 
yes. going in there and, oh. and you know shutting that crowd Indeed. right up. Indeed, I understand that completely. Okay, so what can you learn from Northern Illinois, Utah? What are you looking for in that game, Jake? I not to go back to our discussion yesterday, but I, I want to see Tyler Huntley go out and make some plays. I I don't think that Northern Illinois will make the same mistake that BYU did in not packing the box. I think Northern Illinois will not to say that they'll stop Zach Moss per se, but I think you're going to see them put in an all-out effort. And so I think we'll we'll get a chance to see Tyler Huntley throw against some one-on-one coverages and those sorts of things and, and go down the field yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. And I, I want to see how he how he handles that, if they can con- uh, connect with Jalen Dixon down the field. And, and last year's game was a defensive struggle. It was. And I, it's going to be nothing like last year's game, I don't, I don't think. Because, first of all, Utah's offense was such a mess at that point during the season. I don't think it's at that point right now. I think uh, Coach Ludwig will bring a better game plan into the game and northern illinois is not as good as they were last year that's all true that's all true how about stony brook (laughs) at utah state Uh, give me one good thing about that game good for stony brook to have enough money to get out who scheduled it well how about this why would you schedule stony brook can david woodward get 50 tackles in the game Yeah, 24 last week. Let's go for 50. How about if how about if he just stays out there on the field by himself? Or how about this? How about Utah State treats the game against Stony Brook like Russell Westbrook's teammates treat every game with him. And just, you know, you know what, Dave, you've got the tackle, bro. <laughs> Here you go. I'll slow them up a little bit, but you go ahead and get in there and get that tackle. You could do that. Let's get they you could, to 50. Oh, they could do that if they wanted. You know, they think could. about that. They could they could say a uh you, we're going. We're going to funnel everything toward you, but none of us is going to make the tackle like you just said. Everything is for you, and we're going to see if we can get you eighty tackles. We'll prop them up. You come in and finish them off, and then you'll be in the conversation for the Heisman. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's do it. I think we're onto something. <laughs> I think we're onto something. <laughs> yeah, it could in, be. In all honesty, Jordan Love, get back to taking care of the ball. Three interceptions really surprised me against Wake Forest. And we talked to Josh, uh, was that yesterday or the day before? Um, I think it was the day before. Josh Parcell, who does radio in Charlotte, so he's familiar with, with Wake Forest mm-hmm. and is in that part of the country. And he, he said that they had a sneaky good defense, that it was not not to panic about it because Wake Forest was actually pretty good uh, on that end of the ball. But I want to see Jordan Love. Not necessarily. I mean, he could probably throw for 500 yards in this game if he really wants to. But I want to see him get back to making the right decisions. Three interceptions was just so weird for him. He had six total last year. Yeah, needs to, yeah. And maybe that's lack of familiarity with the new offense or, or something, miscommunication. I don't know. But get back to get back to his, his normal, uh, I guess, dynamic, accurate self. All right, I got a whole lot of more stuff on the list, Jake, that we have to get to. The Utah game is start at 11 o'clock. Are you a morning person? Uh, it's, I'm starting to like it. We'll talk about that. Okay. Uh, also, what motivates you, Jake? What motivates the Utes? What motivates the Cougars? What, what motivates you? What is my motivation? All you anything? out there, what motivates you? It's, it's, it could be different for everybody. We'll get into that. All right. We want to remind you, if you're a Verizon or XO customer, if you were recently notified that some of your telecommunication services will no longer be supported, contact Syringa Networks, Utah's fastest-growing premier telecommunications provider. They have a full range of services. Call today, 385-422, or excuse me, 385-420-8221. A number again, 385 420 
800-878-8221 at Syringa Networks. More of the list coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Val Hale, former BYU AD, joining us. I think independence in football has somewhat hurt the program. I think it's hurt it in a number of respects. I think it's hurt it from a recruiting standpoint. I think it's hurt it from an attendance standpoint. For me, the canary in the coal mine was Britton Covey. This is a kid who was born and bred to go to BYU. And when he went to Utah, I was really worried because I said, this is going to open the spigot. With his success at Utah, other Mormon kids are saying, hey, you know what? I can do that too. And it just makes it harder for BYU to recruit. I think those are some of the challenges that BYU's facing right now. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. Guess who's back? You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Local band Friday here on the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Today's band, Heartless Breakers from Salt Lake City. You can check them out at heartlessbreakers.bandcamp.com. It's brought to you by Live Nation uh, Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at livenation.com. If you would like to be our local band Friday, you can always just tweet at Austin Horton. And if Austin, the music critic that he is, likes what he hears, then you could be our local band Friday. He also likes bribes, just throwing that out there. I'm not picky. No, not at all. Food, money, whatever you want. Whatever is convenient for you, Austin will uh, take it. Uh, Gordon, uh, during the break right there, just Kyle Whittingham, his headphones, just mangled a pair of headphones over there just with pure brute strength. Is it something that we said, Austin? Did yeah, we don't tick, make him angry. Did we tick off Gordon during the break? Hulk just, Monson over I here. I mean, he pulled on his, uh, his headphone cord and... and severed the sucker i mean just mangled a pair of headphones over there goodness gordon what's the matter i have no idea i spent more money on those headphones than any i've ever owned and after doing this for 25 years you buy a lot and these have been the worst oh well Well, i just busted them i didn't mean to it was just totally accidental all of a sudden i hear this grunt like followed by a snap i look over and gordon's (laughs) holding a severed headphone cord and the other half is in his teeth (laughs) scowl on (laughs) like rambo like oh man gordo it's all right it's friday (laughs) the weather's (laughs) the weather's great outside it's okay all right it's all right you don't have like gambling losses over there or something that we don't know about right no it's okay all of a sudden he's he's got one gambling loss he hasn't paid up that's true that is true all right well you've got a new pair of headphones on and have to repair the old ones i guess Sorry, but I think it's going to require a new cord. A but, new cord? All right. But those headphones are broken anyway, so I need to get those traded in or something. I was at that Pac-12 media day where Witt mangled our headphones right in front of us. I mean, Didn't just, he just snap them in half? No. Well. The legend I mean, has that's, grown. That's how the he legend He tore the goes. phone book right in half. He pulled, the, he pulled one of the, the phones, the ears, off of the, off of the uh, I don't know, the thing that goes He snapped over it in half? Yeah, snapped it in half and ate it. 
You ever know anybody who could tear a phone book in half? No. All right. Well, there, oh, I there, thought for sure you were about to say you could. No. no I thought no, for no, sure no. that was what was coming. Do phone books even exist anymore? Uh, I don't know. It seems like a waste of paper. If I got one on the porch not a few months ago. Stop. I'm not. I'm I serious. I haven't gotten one for a long time. You got one on the porch? Yep. Wow. It was in a bag even. Wow. Everyone in the hood got it. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, next in, next time I need a phone number, I'm just going to call Austin. Hold it, on. It's in here somewhere. <laughs> P, P, F, P, H. Found it. Pharmacy. Oh, man. All right. I mentioned uh, on the list that uh, Utah has an 11 a.m. game tomorrow. And I'm starting to like it. At first, I wasn't sure. Remember, I complained about it. Not necessarily 11. I thought 10 or 9 o'clock was getting a little ridiculous. But... 11 a.m. by that time, I think everybody's awake and ready to go. I'm fine with 10 a.m. I'm even more fine with 11 a.m. Yeah. I mean, ideally, you know, college football, what's the perfect start time? One, I mean, that gives you plenty of time to have some fun, do a little barbecue and tailgating or whatever, and then get over to the game and you get home at a nice uh, a nice hour. But I'll tell you what, I'll take early over late any day. Yeah. I'll take early over late any day. Give me 11 o'clock as opposed to 7. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The weather's going to be beautiful. Um, it's. I mean, if you have to go see a, an inferior opponent like Northern Illinois, I mean, the, <laughs> the experience is going to be great tomorrow. 11 a.m. is fine. Absolutely fine. Yeah, I agree with that. I saw a headline somewhere online about a bar that employs attractive bartenders who hand out compliments to customers. You don't say. <laughs> is, this, is this the tradition? Are you talking about a specific chain that has an owl as a uh, no, as a, no, a logo? No, I, well, I don't. I didn't read the story. I just saw the headline. But are we in so need of praise that uh, that you have to go to a bar to be you know or someplace where people are just going to say nice things about you? Yes, and whether you know it or not, it works on YouTube. <laughs> so you're motivated by compliments. No, you have a nice experience, a nice interaction with your server at any restaurant or bar, and you're much more likely to give a better tip, and you're more likely to come back. Yeah, but they, I'm surprised more on. restaurants don't don't when, focus when on this. When was the last time? Not you, the attractive part, but the customer service part, where whoa, people are whoa, friendly. Whoa, whoa, whoa! When was the last time you had a waitress or a waiter at a restaurant who who paid you a compliment? I I don't know. I never that never happens. I did it every table I served. What did you say? Oh, I complimented the their shirts or their shoes or their earrings or their haircut or their kids were cute or hey I like that purse. <laughs> it didn't matter. I don't even know what I was saying. Okay, I guess. But it, it got me to hold on to my job when I dumped a whole tray of Dr. Peppers on somebody. A very important somebody at that. Oh yeah. Who was uh, that again? Yeah. They're no longer there. So. It was a wedding wedding uh, day. And they may have been fifth or sixth in command of the country at the time. <laughs> and you dumped it on 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 this individual or on one of their relative relatives? who they were paying for the wedding. Yeah. Uh. Well, I'll tell you what, customers, compliments aside and attractiveness aside, customer service is really something that we are losing in society, I feel. I'll tell you this, there, there is a, a, a watering hole, a sports-themed watering hole that I've been going to for <laughs> years. <laughs> years. Yeah. That I rarely go to anymore because the customer service is so bad. Hmm. Well, there's another McDonald's around the corner of that one. And no, it's not that place oh. you're talking about, Austin. I haven't been to that place in 
in a while. In weeks. <laughs> in a while. Is that the one that has uh, that uh, that title? Its name is uh, is another word for say pathways. Jake's a hiker. Very creative. He likes the trails here in Utah. Very creative. And no, <laughs> okay. I have not been there in quite some time. This so, is a different place entirely. All right, then what motivates you guys? And all y'all at home or in your car, play along here. What motivates you? Is it, uh, is it money? Is it a claim? Is it fame? Is it relationships? Is it love? What, what motivates you? Is uh, it money? I think fame's the go-to thing here, right? <laughs> I mean, really? famous on that. No, I'm not not being. That seems. Is it money, Austin? Uh, most of the most of my life, it's money. Right now, it's sleep. I'll do anything for a nap. <laughs> anything, literally anything. <laughs> you can buy your naps if you have love. Who do I give the money. money to? I'll be there. See, what motivates you? It's such a it's such a, a weird question. It depends. Because what motivates me? Happiness. But what a broad, stupid term, and not what you're looking for either. Well, happiness. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because what would you rather do? Have a super high paying job that is giving you all kinds of remuneration, or a job that you look forward to going to every day? All of the above. That's why it's such a silly question. Yeah, but they, I want yeah, a couple wait, wait, of hours wait, wait, wait. to myself to you, read a good novel. On. You are the king of would you rather. So I'm giving you a choice. A job you love or a job that pays you ten times what you should be paid. Job I love. But, I mean, I've always, in my really professional career, not, you know, part-time jobs or those sorts of things, but and I, I even love my part-time jobs, I would say, but I've always loved my job, so I don't really know the other side. I had a friend who was in sales, and he was quite good at it. Uh, and he said that he was the biggest sucker for somebody who, a salesperson, that would say, he said if he went into a store to buy a tie, and say there was a female salesperson there who said, oh, that tie, that tie looks good on you. He said he's buying it. And he knows every, he knows every trick, every, every methodology in the book. But he said he was, and I've heard that, that that's true, that people- Why would anybody possibly care about this? <laughs> <laughs> that was not me live, thank you. Because it's on my list. No, but he said a moment ago, <laughs> it's a stupid question. It's not no, a stupid no, question. No, it's a stupid- That's what you said. It's a stupid question because like, you can throw out these really broad answers that aren't really what Gordon is looking for, and there's about a zillion answers to the question. That's I not, think, not oh, wait, unimportant, wait, 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 but- Wait, it's like the love languages. There's probably a primary one that works for you. Well, we know what, what works for you. What works for you? I just told you happiness. Not, That's what not, I made it for. But it's not a stupid question. And if you're honest with yourself, you come down to a real thing. But that is Austin a real thing. I was kidding about no. the, the sleep. No, my my no, answer my answer is stupid. Like, but it's my answer. It's my real answer. But that could mean a zillion different things. Like a like a country ham sandwich makes me happy. I mean, no, like, but that is, that's disingenuous. You're not being honest with yourself. If I ask you a question, what is re what really motivates you? There's an answer to that question beyond happiness. Because if you say happiness, then you got to go through what makes you happy. That's what that was but, my whole point right. on why it's a silly so, question. So no, it's not a silly question because now you got to dig deeper. Yes, country ham sandwiches make me happy. So that is what my goal is. So what, eat more country ham sandwiches? That's what motivates me? <laughs> what team in any sport, Jake? At any, I didn't mean to. What at, motivates at, you? At Answer any, your question. Answer the question. I asked the question. Do I have to answer the question? Yeah. This is um, a discussion here. I think family. 
families, what motivates, what 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 the situation that's best for me, for my family. And your family makes you? I've said, I've said this before. You know, if I, I could have been, and I have been offered other jobs, that would take me away more. And I didn't want that because I wanted to be at home with my family. And and so I turned them down. And some people would tell me I was crazy for turning them down. But I did it because I thought it wasn't in the best interest of my family. So I would have to say that my family is what motivates me. And your family makes you? Insane. Oh, I, Happy? I, bingo. What team in, of any, in any sport at any level do you sports hate the most, Jake? And oh, I, I, I and love I, this question. I, I ask you this question because I think there's an answer. Now, it might be the Patriots for some people. It might be Duke basketball. It might be your school or your team's rival. For you, it's your fe- your friend's favorite team. Well, yeah, it's the team that lost last night. That was pretty great. The Bears uh, lost. What do, you, what do you have against Weber High? Uh, let's see here. Um, any team from New York? Any of them? Any of them. Why do you hate New York? Uh, I don't hate New York. I've been there once. It was fine. But I don't like teams from New York. Because? No real reason. Just don't like them. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Uh, let's see. Who else do I really, really dislike? I've always disliked Michigan, even before Tony. Hmm. Dislike the Dodgers. You disliked Michigan, but now you hate now Michigan. Now I really hate Michigan. Yeah, UVA is a, is a pretty obvious answer there. Let's see. Most teams from the SEC. Most teams from the Big 12. Jake, why do you grab onto these things? I like to root against people more than root for them, really. Why? I don't know. It seems easier to find somebody to root against than it does to root for these days. Because <laughs> you, you think if you knew them all, you would hate them all? I root against New Mexico because of you. <laughs> root against Delaware because of you. Root against the Angels because of Austin. <laughs> I oh, I root against the Broncos a lot, and the Raiders for that matter. Why? Because they're the favorite team around here? I uh, just watched a lot of Bronco and Raiders games because David James over there at Channel 2 continually programs the Broncos and Raiders <laughs> on, on Channel 2. I knew it. It was oh, DJ he, all along. He personally does it. So call the Channel 2 newsroom on Sunday with your complaints and direct them at David James. Okay, so if you had to, if you had to whittle it down to one, one team that you despise more than any other, it would be... Mm. But that's what Bears? I'm saying. It's that's a really difficult question. Is it, is it that powerful a draw uh, from from Tony? I would put Michigan above the Bears, probably. But no real explanation other than it's Tony's favorite. Oh, team. I never liked Michigan. But see, I don't like most of the Big Ten either. <laughs> okay, what would you do if all these imagined reasons to hate teams? You found out that they were uh, they were falsified that they were that they didn't hold water. It doesn't matter because sports isn't real. <laughs> it is to a it's, lot of people. It's not really real, so I can invent whatever reason I want to root against teams. It, the truth is, if I got to know the people involved, my opinion would probably totally change. But I don't, so I can do whatever <laughs> I want. Okay, uh, but see, a lot of people blur that line between what's real and what isn't. And so if you sit here and say how much you hate Michigan and the Bears and you always root against them, Tony might take that personal. He does me better than that. Mm. Oh, he totally does. He Listen, the, the day, you remember that, that wild block punt where Michigan State somehow beat Michigan? Yes, that, I mean, that in was, the most that was ridiculous fashion yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, the next day, that Sunday, I went to fans and I bought a Michigan State shirt. 
and I wore it to work the next day underneath like a jacket. And at the first moment of the show, totally ripped off the jacket and, uh, and was very obnoxious about it. And he laughed. He, he, he knew. It's fine. All right, coming up on the list, BYU announced its uh, its coming non-conference basketball schedule. Are you more excited about BYU hoops if you're a Cougars fan now that Mark Pope has taken over the program? And Antonio Brown says, I'm sorry. All right. So sorry. We'll get to it. Coming up next, it is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Happy Friday, 97.5 and 1280 of the Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. This was the song stuck in my head when I scored my first touchdown ever. I don't know why. Pre-game fired up with Elton John? Or? Yeah, I was listening to it on the way there. That was, yeah, my very first touchdown. I had this you stuck in my head. you the tiny dancer in the end zone? I was, actually. I see. May or may not have got a flag. There was no time left. It didn't matter. Were you screaming the lyrics, hold me closer, tiny dancer? No. Tony is about 5'1", five, 5'2". Five, oh, how it feels so real. Right here. In my head. I don't know why. But it was a heck of a play, and we still lost 33-12, to 12, but... Well, when you've got a tiny dancer starting on defense, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go Tony! You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, happy Friday, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Jordan Pendleton, the former Cougar, will be on the show at 4.30. Jay Drew of the Deseret News will join the show at the top of the 5 o'clock hour live from Knoxville. Until then, though, the list rolls on. Gordo, where are we going? I just, I just saw in the uh, Tribune that Lindsey Wagner and uh, Lee Majors appeared here in Salt Lake this morning. Yeah, they were where uh, Austin was today at uh, Fan X, the uh, comic convention. Do you guys remember the buy? I mean, did you, have you ever seen it on one of those late night uh, old time TV networks, The Bionic Woman and the Six Million Dollar Man? Heard of them, never seen it. I, I Same, I've heard of them, never seen them. Lee Majors, to me, was the villain in Out Cold. About the the snowboarders trying to take back the mountain. So. I know what movie you're talking about, but I've never seen it. He's, he buys the mountain and tries to ruin it. Is it yeah. one of the London brothers in it? Jeremy or... Uh, Zach Galifianakis, one of his very first shots. And Dave Keckner, he's in there. I see. Yeah. Well, it was there were TV shows about uh, a uh, an astronaut or a, a pilot or something that is in a crash and he has... Certain body parts are replaced bionically. Mm-hmm. And then Lindsay Wagner was the bionic woman who came along, and uh, she she was in some sort of accident, and she was she had various things done. So they were super strong, superhero did kind they of fall people. fall in love? I think they did have a love interest there for a while or some such. But Lindsay Wagner back in, I mean, well, yeah. 
I had a lot of friends who thought she was uh, something special. You had a lot of friends who did? <laughs> I got a friend who, you know. <laughs> Lee is 80 now and Lindsay's 70. But uh, it was, was kind of interesting. They were here. They, they were the strongest people on TV. Okay. Well, yeah. I, that means how, nothing to you, but it means it means something to uh, those of us who are watching TV back in the 70s. How was that thing today, Austin? You know, I've never been uh, to Fanex. I've never been down there, but it's always been intriguing. Was it good times? It was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, it the, sounded the, like it. The cosplay was unbelievable. The, the amount of time, effort, and money that these fans put into their costumes that they make and buy, it was, Pretty it was awesome. a lot of fun. Yeah, Nice. All right, BYU announced its uh, coming non-conference basketball schedule. Do you think Cougar fans are more stoked that Mark Pope has taken over now? Do you have you gotten a sense where they're bringing more energy for that program than what was there before? That's a really good question because you know with change usually optimism comes with it. But I don't know. Maybe as we get closer to the season, maybe you'll feel a little bit more of groundswell. But I, I don't know. You'll, I, I guess Yoli Child's probably coming back, uh, injected a little life into it. So miss the first nine games, right? What Utah's his first game back? Did I see that right today? So, um, yeah, we'll see. But usually, with change uh, at the at the head coach comes a honeymoon period where people feel pretty good about it. So, yeah, I would guess that the Cougar fans yeah, are excited. I, I think that's the root of it, right there. The NFL season is underway. We mentioned it earlier. The Packers beat the Bears in a snoozer of a game. But here's my question about it. I mean, two teams playing some defense. Not only one touchdown scored, uh, not exactly explosive football, a lot of sacks. Entertaining, yes or no? Uh, yeah, but maybe that's because I, I was excited to w- that the NFL's back. But I thought it was, I thought it was fairly entertaining. I certainly enjoyed watching uh, Mitchell Trubisky play poorly. <laughs> but actually, I'm a little conf- conflicted on him because he's on the Bears, which I naturally cheer against, but I like NC State. Hmm. What? You want me to explain Didn't to you Trubisky all these weird... did play at North Carolina? Yeah. Oh, was it North Carolina? Yeah. Oh, well, then never mind. Why do I think he played at <laughs> NC State? Anyway. I, I thought... Know. Yeah, I don't know. I thought you were saying... I thought you were going Inception. You hate Tony's teams so much that you'll go back and hate his team's quarterback's college team and root for his rival. Oh, okay. Well, we can go that way. Yeah. Are you now excited for NFL football? I mean... Yes. Uh, b- because... There's no team here, obviously. I saw a some sort of poll that was taken. I think Scotty tweeted this out, that uh, the Broncos are the most popular NFL team in Utah. Um, and then I think the Patriots and who else? Like the Niners mm-hmm. are in there, whatever. Do you, do you have a favorite NFL team? Are you a fan of an NFL team? Um, I've always kind of been a Panthers fan just because I lived in Charlotte. So I've always kind of leaned that way. When I was a kid, I was a Steelers fan, but not so much anymore. Okay, Austin, you got one? Austin's eh, a Titans fan. Yeah, Titans. Sure. And by the way, how'd that happen? Uh, it's my one bandwagon uh, guilty pleasure. I, the, I, was, I worshipped the 49ers, like unhealthily worshipped oh. the 49ers and Steve Young. And then when that all ended, I needed a team. And the, the season where they went to the Super Bowl, I was all on board. The Music City Miracle? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so if you, uh, many of our listeners might not have a favorite team. So how can we help them pick one right here and now? The season's starting. If you don't have a team you root for, Jake, what criteria can we use to guide our listeners toward a team? Do you go with the city? 
the team is in? Do you go with the uniforms? Do you go with the coaches? Do you go with a, a college player who, who folks here might be familiar with and is now playing in the pros? This gets a little tricky because there's movement that takes place. I do that a lot, follow my college players into the pros. Like I, I rooted for the Falcons for a long time because of Michael Vick and uh, D'Angelo Hall. But what do you do when they move to a different team? It becomes a little bit more difficult. Or if that uh, favorite player, you know, I don't know, goes down in a dogfighting ring. Yeah, what do you yeah, do that then? that was a bit of a problem. Yeah, right. So if we but, were going to uh, but I get it, brainstorm why? on this, how can we help our listeners find the team? Because I imagine, and this is a little hypocritical on my part, because I, I don't have a team, uh, but uh, and I sort of exorcised all of that fandom out of me when I got into this business, but doesn't it seem like it would be a lot more fun for people around here if they glommed onto a team? Can't you be a fan at all? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I grew, it's not I grew of a up, team you cover. I, grew, I get that. Yeah, I grew up a Phillies fan. I mean, and uh, but I, yeah, I I don't know. I, I'm just trying to help energize our listenership that if they don't have an NFL team to root for, how can they pick one? Let me let me put it this way: no reason is too minor. Like, like honestly, when I was a Steelers fan when I was a kid, it's just because I got some hand-me-down Steelers jersey when I was like eight. <laughs> And I was a Steelers fan forever. And that was it. So whether it's the uniforms or the college players or whatever, I I will say there's no criteria that is silly in my mind. I agree. I had a friend who was an absolute tough guy in in, uh, elementary school. A friend again, huh? Yeah, tough guy. And he he just was the kind of guy who you didn't think uh, had any kind of real feeling about anything. And his brother told me the reason he was a Rams fan is because he liked the helmets. Awesome. He liked the helmets. I've got zero problem with that. And he was kind of embarrassed when his brother ratted him out on that because he was a tough guy. He wasn't looking at stuff like uniforms and stuff. But that's good enough. Whatever it takes. Right. So pick whatever. Maybe you have a family member that lives somewhere. I don't know. Okay, let me leave this challenge with our listeners. Today, sometime today, if you don't have a rooting interest in an NFL team, pick one by midnight tonight. That's not the Patriots. Or or can I make an addendum no, to you that? You can go with the Patriots. You, want. you, can do what, you know, whatever. Well, you can either do that, pick one that you really like, or you can pick like a dozen that you really hate. <laughs> It's more fun. And then you have a rooting interest in most games. Yeah, but I'm trying to find positivity for people to get a hold of here. I'm not. Something to root for, not something to root against. It's fun to root against the Broncos, Bears, and Raiders on a weekly basis. It's great. Because then you root for lots of teams. There's a positive angle for you. If you go... <laughs> That's true. Jake wants them to root for half the league. You want them to root for one team. Right. Well, I root I for mean, lots of teams go, every week. Go to the airport sometime on a Sunday, and you'll see everybody sporting their, whatever team they root for. for their, you, uh, there's no way you can wear something and be a part of something if you're just rooting against other teams. I went Because uh, there's no anti-jersey you can put on. Uh, the, I'm trying to remember. Um, oh, it, we were, the, and I know we're way over Austin, but uh, I've got a rooting story for you. I went to the biathlon during the 2002 Winter Olympics when it was here up at uh, Soldier Hollow. And uh, I mean, there was not an American within, <laughs> uh, seriously, like 300 miles of the lead. And so we were sitting right next to this group of people that were honestly from Belarusia. 
and didn't speak a word of English, but they had the flags so that, and they is were. It, is that Belarus? Or Belarus, sorry. They speak Belarusian. Sorry. Anyway, uh, they were Belarusians. Okay. But they were from Belarus. Sorry. I'm thinking faster than I'm talking. I, I apologize. But, like, since there wasn't an American anywhere near the lead. You were rooting for the Belarusians. Oh, we jumped right on board because they were passionate. <laughs> and we were Belarus. Belarus. Oh, we but since we couldn't really communicate, they just looked at us kind of weird for a minute. And then they were like, well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Did they hand you, like, a, an adult beverage? No, but they were, they were all about it. But we jumped right on board with them just because they seemed like fun people. And they were super into well, it. Well, that's so it what like, I mean. Right. Now you're in the spirit of what I'm talking about here for all y'all out there who don't have a team. I'm trying to help your life. I'm trying to help you, uh, you know, get into it and, and, and find some emotion and some rooting interest. I mean, this happens all the time with fantasy football players, you know, people who who root for individual players to do well because they want to beat the guys in the office. Well, let's find a team for you so you can put on a jersey. Let's do that for you. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Let's find Gordon a team. What what team can Gordon glom onto this NFL season so he can try out being a fan? I'm 100% serious. Let's let's find Gordon a team. Use the open mic uh, download the Zone Sports <laughs> Network app. Send it an open mic. What team should Gordon root for and why? You can also tweet us at Jake Scott Zone, at Austin Horton, at Gordon Monson. Let's let's answer Gordon's challenge for Gordon because you don't have a team. Let's find you a team. So, so I got to become a fan, and what? So in an experimental way. Absolutely. This could lead to a column. You never know. Find me a team. Folks. Let's find that, Gordon a team. But, but, I'm totally but, serious but about this. But I want to find a team for all y'all, too. Fair if enough. You, and a lot of people have a team already. I get that. But let's if you don't have one, let's, let's make this September 6th the day that you find a team to glom onto. And I mean mean it. I don't mean just fiddle-faddle around. I mean something that you can sink your teeth into for the next two decades. And we're doing this for you today. We're finding you a team. We will decide by the end of the show today which team Gordon's yeah, going to root for. Yeah, but I'm afraid they're going to give me some dog team. Well, oh, it will be. You're involved in the show. You can nix ideas or whatever, but that's why people have to include the reason. We've got to sell Gordon on this. We've got to get a good reason for Like, maybe it's as simple as where you grew up in Delaware, maybe it's the Eagles. Although I think we can do better than that. I think you owe the Texans for jinxing them for all those years. <laughs> That's see, another good reason. We'll find a good reason for you to root for a team this year, and we won't assign it to you. But we gotta, you gotta pick a team okay, by the end of the show. You can inflict this on me, but I also want to inflict it on everybody out there to, uh, to, to to accept the challenge to find an NFL team to root for this year as a means of enriching your life. Okay, but here's the thing. I know you can deflect all you want, but we are doing this for you. And not to break it to you, but 99.9% of our listeners have an NFL team no, they that don't. they root for. Yes, no, they, they do. Don't. No, yes, they, they don't. Do. No, they don't. According to that poll that I saw, half the people don't even care about football. Well, those are not the sports fans that are listening to our station. Uh, there's a lot of them out there who are from Utah who don't have, you know, the Broncos are out there. It's kind of, you know, but it's not really theirs. Yeah. And you got the, the leftover people with Steve Young, like us. In for the 49ers, but he's long gone from that. You know, they're just they're just floating out there. Those people they that, need direction. They need help. And I'm not telling them who to go, who to you know, who to root for. I'm saying you've got to discover this for yourself. But if you want to put that on me and have people assign me something, 
then all, let's all right. do it. I'm I'm really excited for this. All right, stay tuned. We'll get to more of Gordon's list, and we're gonna find Gordon an NFL team. I'm so excited because I want to see you behave like a fan. I'm I'm honestly excited to see. It. Let's get Gordon a team. We're gonna get him pumped about it, and we're gonna see how this goes. You, we'll call it experimental if you want, but I this is I want to see this. All right, I'll I'll, uh, I'll play ball. It was I brought it up, so I have to. Uh, I play along. All right, stay tuned. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. So Antonio Brown got into a little bit of a skirmish with Mike Mayock because Mayock fined him. Guy didn't show up at camp, missed a bunch of practices because of his helmet, all other kind of issues he was dealing with. So Mike Mayock said that he is not practicing with the team right now, most likely will be suspended. You know, Scotty, this is a good time for this to happen. You know, it's early in camp. They'll still beat the Broncos, though, so. <laughs> oh, no, they won't. Yes, they no, will. No, they won't, no. When is that game? That's on Monday. I don't know if it's Bobby A. Bear if it's Bubby Brister that's quarterbacking for the Broncos. But I can guarantee you, they're not going to lose to the lowly uh, Raiders. Don't punch this for me. You're coming in way too hot here. <laughs> you see where his confidence is, Hans. Like, like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Easy. Calm down over there. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network.